Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Obsessed Millennials. I am Jassie and here with me is the beautiful and stunning Nachi. How are you? Hi everyone. I'm doing good. I'm excited to be recording again. It's been a while. It's been like, what, three weeks? Actually, our last episode was posted on like the 24th of July or 22nd, something like that. Yeah, I think we recorded after that, but we didn't. It's 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 in, in a vault somewhere yeah. because it was bad. Yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't good at all. The mood was real down that day. It was like zombie apocalypse, but not like the energetic zombie apocalypse where you're like seeking brains to eat. You were just like, you know what? Fuck it. Yep. Anyway, now we're back and with energy and first episode in a while that none of us said like we're tired. So that's a plus. But don't be fooled. We're tired. <laughs> Actually, I'm not I'm not tired. I'm just too much energy, I think. And the topic for today is real good, so I'm just gonna have more energy with that. But what do you say if we start with with some stuff? I know we have been uh, we have been lacking. We haven't listened to anything new or watched anything new. So and it's been three weeks, so we're not gonna talk about three weeks worth of new releases, but what do you say if we talk about just what well, we know at the moment? Let's go ahead. Okay. Well, I know you watched it, and I did too. There's a new season of Las Chicas del Cable, or like Netflix has it on the freaking icon, Cable Girls. It's a Spanish TV show, so for me it's like... Give me the name in Spanish, but that confuses I mean. me all the time. Sometimes I'll think I'm gonna watch a show in English, and then I play it, and it's in Spanish. Yeah, and it's only like with Spanish, like actual Spanish stuff, you know, from Spain. Because with like other Latino films and stuff like that, I don't see that. I don't know. I mostly watch. Spanish things from Spain, so I haven't noticed. But, you know, talking about this one, I watched the entire, I, I think I watched the, the entire thing in one sitting, I think. I divided it in two, so I started Friday night when it premiered, and obviously after work I was exhausted, and I think I watched half of it that day, and then during the weekend... I sat down a second day and watched the rest of the episodes, but I could have totally watched it in one day if it was like a normal day that I hadn't been exhausted from work. I I haven't been able to sleep well for like the the last two weeks or three weeks, so I have watched a lot of stuff and listened to a lot of stuff. Well, not music, but podcasts. Anyway, this show... Really good. I did like this season a lot. Well, I have liked all the seasons so far, but I didn't even remember 
what happened in the last one. So the recap at the beginning was good. I didn't skip it because I really needed it was that or watching the entire season three. So with this show, I always need the recap because it takes so long in between seasons. Like it takes a good year before it comes back and the seasons are so short. So you binge them in a weekend. I always need the recap to kind of like refresh my memory. And mm -hmm. although the season's good, it's not my favorite. I think it's one of those seasons that are necessary to like put all the pieces together for the next one. And I'm excited about the next one. I was talking about it with one of my coworkers. And we think that it just gave us a good hint of what the next one could be. And it's interesting. But this one... Just kind of fall short from all the other ones that I really, really like. Like, it had its good moments, but it wasn't, like, as a whole amazing. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I liked how, basically, they focused only on, like, this main thing. I don't want to spoil it, but it's, like, in this main thing that was going on with one of the characters and how she was remembering like every now and then she would like remember what happened at that moment that got her to where she was and they were all working together to fix this one thing and yes we saw a few things from the others life that they were going on and all but it wasn't like four separate you know storylines going kind of like connecting you know what i'm trying to explain am i even explaining myself correctly i think it makes sense what you're saying yeah but that's about it i mean you said that you cried a lot watching it it's not a lot watching like in the last episode it, it kind of hit me like it made me emotional but that was about it i think in the other ones that they left me craving more And they left me in this suspense, like, I mean, I wanted more. I always want more, and I know more is coming. But it wasn't like in the other seasons. Like, especially the third one, when it ended, I was destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yes. So when the, you know, the thing related to the ending on the third season happened, what we were waiting for on season four, when that happened, I did tear up, but I didn't cry, like at all with this one I maybe know. maybe i i wasn't in the in in the mood for crying i don't know but that's about it like it's good it's good apart from that another thing that came out and i think it was this week last week i don't even know it came out at some point it has been so long since we have recorded but it was Definitely, if it wasn't this week, it was last week. And that is the remix of the song Easier by Fysauce. This remix is with Charlie Pud, who actually wrote the song with them. And I have to say, I'm not impressed. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I would listen to it if I'm listening to their entire discography, But it's not like I'm going back to that remix and replay the song over and over again. No. Like, I listened to it once and I was like, okay, whatever. The live version is way better. 
and I moved on. I don't know if you have listened. I haven't listened to it. I'm still quite taken by the live version, and I want to enjoy it a little longer before I listen to any of the other remixes. But to be honest, I'm not a big fan of the remixes they throw with songs, so I kind of stick to the studio versions and live. But I'll listen to it. I'll get around to it. I'm just enjoying the, the live one way too much to like stick mm -hmm. another one in. This is the first remix that they do, like with someone to one of their songs. Well, no. Yes. No. They have the Lie to Me one. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but that was amazing. Like, I hate it. Not <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. How? How? Like it's like her voice is freaking amazing. Is, I love I her it. voice. It's something about the lyrics. I hate it. Sorry, not sorry. That's the tea. I, 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 well, um, I have to disagree. I think my YouTube channel disagree disagrees with you too because I did a cover of Lie to Me, but it was of that version. It was the remix, not the original. But with this one, I mean, I love that one so much. I well, love, still love it. But with this one, I don't know. I don't like <sighs> with Charlie Puth. It, he he's good. Like he has a good voice. I'm not gonna lie. But it's like, and he's, um, um, by the way, I saw this on one of David Dobrik's blogs and like, apparently like he can guess, like he can play any song by just like the first listen and he knows how to like identify the notes from memory, like super quick. Like he's a genius. He's a music genius, but I don't know, like. His actual music, it's like, man, I don't, I don't care about it, and I think that's what's going on with the, this remix. But if anyone likes it, please let us know on our social media accounts because, to be honest, I'm not a big fan of the remix. Now she hasn't listened to it. She, she's gonna probably like it. She's gonna love it just because, you know. Let's disagree. Damn, don't sound so bitter about it. You don't like the Lie to Me remix. I cannot believe that. Sorry. I thought we were in the I'm same sorry. page about it. You know, Lie to Me is one of my favorite songs. If not the first song I was really taken by with the Plasos album and the remix. It's just, it's just, doesn't compare. It doesn't. Can we have like a, no, I'm not going to mention them right away. No. But you know what I was going to say. The remix I want in my life. But no. Let's move on. Let's move on to the news that have been all over social media this week. Like, that's the only thing I have seen on social media. No matter the account I, I'm in. It could be my personal account. Could be the podcast accounts. That doesn't matter. This is what people are talking about. And the first one is that BTS announced that they will be taking a long break to relax and all. And I mean, it's, it's completely understandable because they have been working pretty much nonstop since they started, I believe. Like, I'm not, 
<laughs> let's go down this road again. But really, like, I don't know much about them. I'm not, like, a big fan or, or anything. But from what I have seen on social media over the past years, they have been releasing stuff like crazy, like nonstop. So it's good for them. You know, I'm glad that they're taking a break. But at the same time, I'm thinking, hmm, that's what One Direction said. And we're still waiting. Do you hear that? The silence of you no. not caring at all about this? No. <laughs> the sound of millions of girls around the world crying. Oh, that too. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, guys, for, for telling you this. If you're a BTS fan, you're probably hating me right now. Because I made An that. Army. They're called armies, Jassy. Stick with the lingo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the army, sorry about that for, you know, comparing them to the situation with One Direction. But to be honest, that would, that's what 1D said. Actually, they said 18 months. They didn't, they didn't come back. They didn't. And I remember, I'm sorry, but l let me give you a little bit of hope. The Jonas Brothers said that when they took the break on like 2011. They took a break. Nick was working on, on a solo project. Joe was working on a solo project as well. Kevin was focusing on his marriage and he actually did like a, a reality TV show. Then they came back on 2013, broke up on the same year, but they're back now. So there's some hope for you guys. Did I fix it now? Now they're still crying. Okay, fine, fine. And talking about the band that is never going to come back and I'm still not over it, let's talk about one of the members of One Direction because Harry was all over the news this week. Okay, okay, this is how it went, okay? So, I don't remember which accounts, but they were like reliable accounts in regards to movies and stuff. They have published that Harry Styles had signed to be Prince Eric in the live action of Little Mermaid right next day all over the social media and this original post being deleted is the fact that oh no no no, he's not gonna be prince eric he turned it down i don't i don't know the reasonings why he turned it down but apparently we still have no prince eric he turned it down for what no i don't know i, I didn't read the articles it was a joke turned down for what oh i didn't get it haha <laughs> yeah it was a lame joke Whatever. Moving on. There's no news. Like, there's nothing going on for media outlets to talk about. But then they, everyone was, like, making articles about the same thing. Who do you think should be Prince Harry? Uh, Prince Harry. <laughs> yeah, Harry. Prince so. Harry. Um, um, Prince Eric. And I'm like, does it matter who we want? Well, we want to know. Give us the cast already. Well, we have. Who's going to be Ariel? Well, that's not in the entire cast. I want. I know, but that's the Eric. only thing that we have. No, we have more. Isn't Melissa McCartney going to be Ursula? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I still believe, I strongly, strongly believe that Harry turned down the role because he wants Sean to be Prince Harry. Prince Eric. Oh my god. Stop. He's a prince, so I keep saying Prince Harry. Yeah, but I don't think that Sean is gonna get like involved with it. I don't know. I have a feeling he's not going to. 
We haven't seen him act or on anything. He's really focused on touring and his music and all that. Yeah, but you know, if if it was my ideal cast choice, would be him. Print. There are rumors of Nick Jonas too. No, 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 no. Nick doesn't look like Prince Eric. If you're going to give me one Jonas brother to be Eric, it has to be Joe. Joe doesn't look like Prince Eric. You just contradicted yourself. I don't yourself. care. I don't care. But it has okay, to be so Joe. We need to move on from this topic where she's going to stick to talking to the Jonas brothers for a million years. I'm sorry, but today that's going to be it. In every part of this podcast. I know, that's why we need to them. keep moving. Oh, okay, so something else happened. I don't know if this was like super talked about, but I saw it. I saw it thanks to the Jonas Brothers. So, hey, big surprise, right? No, but um, let me let me try to calm myself for a little bit. So... MTV announced the performers for the Video Music Awards. And oh, by the way, the Video Music Awards, I'm talking about the VMAs. If you didn't know that, you're dumb, dumb. Yeah, but just in case, you know. Uh, and that list includes Bad Bunny. I'm super surprised to see him there. J Balvin, same. Not. The VMAs are obviously trying to save their award show and trying to get those views um uh, i think they're pretty much safe with taylor like they have some big names there but you know moving on keeping you know going down this list it's uh bad bunny j balvin camila cabello lil nas x the guy who sings Old Town, Old Town Road. It's the only song I know from him. Rosalia, that we have talked about her in this podcast quite a bit. Um, Shawn Mendes, that we just mentioned him. Taylor Swift, who is a massive artist. And, yes, the Jonas Brothers. I'm so sad that I don't have MTV, so I, I'm hoping they're going to live stream the show. They usually do. Because I need... I need to see that. I mean, the list is amazing, you know? But mostly for the Jonas Brothers and Taylor and Bad Bunny. And I cannot believe that I just said that. And that Lisa. Oh, yeah, too. I, I didn't know. Performance is going to be lit. Yeah. And I'm excited because of Rosalia. Did you did it again? La Rosalia? Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. And of course, I'm excited about Shawn Mendes, too. Like, he is so good live so good and if you have cable tv and want to watch the show it's gonna be on august 26 i believe that's a thursday usually these shows are on thursday and of course it's you're gonna be able to see it on mtv and usually they have uh vh1 uh showing the show too so but you know officially mtv because it's their award show i'm trying to look if it's a thursday never mind it's a monday uh, that's that's weird that's a weird day to do an award show they're usually on sunday or thursday i was gonna say sunday or wednesday whatever so talking about artists and live performances 
What do you say if we talk about concerts today? What happens if I say no? <laughs> well, you're screwed because this was a listener request. So actually, it was the best request ever. The best day of my life because I wasn't expecting that at all. Like I wasn't expecting getting a tweet about the podcast on my personal account. Like not even on the podcast account. It was on our personal. That's what surprised me the most. Yeah. Our personals. We haven't mentioned those ever. Didn't we mention them in the first one? No, I don't think so. I think we did. Did we? I don't know. But this listener that I'm gonna look I'm for the for her name. Did we just say the same thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird. Who are connected. Like so connected. Well, not that connected because you don't like the Light of Me remix. Fudge you. Did you find it? Yes, but I don't know how to say the name. So I'm going to butcher this. Bradley. I don't know if that, that, that's her name. Her user is Bradley Writes. Point is that she wrote to us and basically what she said, the first tweet that we received was, I'm so glad I found your podcast. It's so relatable and y'all are a fan of some of my faves too. I love this Girls Talk Five Souls episode, which you know that the Five Souls episodes are our favorite ones because we get so excited talking about them. After that, we just, you know, we kept talking. And she told us that she would like for us to talk about our favorite concerts next if we hadn't talked about it yet. And we've talked about concerts, but we haven't ever dedicated an entire episode to talking about our favorite concerts. So this goes out to you. And this that's what our episode 15. 15 is gonna be since the, the actual 15 never went up 16 15 was ed uh. and by the way apparently everyone loves the girls talk faisal's episode that's like the one with the most listens and, and every, i mean the with most a name like that who wouldn't love it plus it's faisal's and and i mean i'm really proud about that name we we did good with that one yeah actually yeah we did let's talk about concerts It's the perfect week to talk about concerts. I have gone to concerts this week. You are going to a concert this week. So it's perfect. Let's do it. Yes. Well, I thought before we get into the actual like favorite concerts part, why don't we talk a little bit more about concerts and do some kind of like quick fire? What do you think? Sure, let's do it. Okay. So, what was your first concert ever? My first concert ever was a Jonas Brothers concert. I was a little old, and I went because of my sister, but that was my first concert. So, the concert that you only knew one song was your first concert? Yeah, and it was like they were doing that Camp Rock tour thingy that they were doing. So I also saw Demi Lovato there too. There so was three concerts in one. So basically, I was just there and like to listen to Demi Lovato. People, we have talked. I have talked about this before. Every time that Nancy mentions that concert, something breaks inside of me because I never went to a Jonas Brothers concert back home because 
my mom never got me tickets. And I was a minor. I didn't have my own money. So I had to rely on my parents. And I never went to a concert with the Jonas Brothers. And that concert was perfect. I wanted to go. So that's a little bit, you know, I feel disrespected because you only knew one song. But okay. I mean, I, I knew other songs, but my favorite was just one. Plus, it made it all worth it because my sister was having the time of her life. And that was enough. Okay. I'm going to give you that. So, my first concert. I was probably like seven or eight years old. And I never, I really never say like that was my first concert. But I'm pretty sure that was my first concert. Um, and it was Belinda. She is, um, she's, is she Mexican or from Argentina? Now I'm confused. I don't That's remember. But she was on this huge Mexican style opera for kids called Complices al Rescate. A little pause. I Googled it and she's Mexican. Okay. If there was someone on the cast of that show that was from Argentina, I think it was Martin Rica. I think it is because he's not that. Anyway, um, so after that uh, telenovela, she released an album and the concert was because of that album. I think I was more than eight years old. Anyway, I was like in the third grade or fourth grade, something like that. And it was a great show. I was a kid. And for so long, I was a little bit ashamed that that was my first concert. But that was my first concert. And I didn't go to another concert after that until my 18th birthday. So, yay. Anyway, let's move on to another one. Another question it was supposed to be quick fire. And here we are explaining things. We suck at quick fire. Yeah. So, Nachi, latest concert. And now the tomorrow one doesn't count because we're, wait, I don't know when I'm going to post this, if Saturday or Sunday, but today is Friday. So no. Okay. So my, the last concert I went to was Camila Cabello, but obviously I'm going to a concert tomorrow. So that's my, my, my latest. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to see another Camila. Yeah. That it's not a solo artist. It's an actual band. <laughs> and it's really um, confusing. Everyone gets confused. Yeah. And actually for the Camila Cabello concert, you talked about it here. Yes, yes, I did. And you were really excited. It was a good concert. I had a blast with my sister. I, I saw a couple of, of, like, I think your stories on Instagram. Probably. Oh, and videos on Twitter. And it seemed like it was great. It was really, really fun. And she puts on a great show. And that album I really like. And you could see the energy from the people. And here we are explaining things again. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what was your latest concert? Hold me down. Oh, my God. Yeah, is... 10 seconds to explain it. <laughs> It was this week. It was the Jonas Brothers. Finally, after 11 years, I saw Jonas Brothers and I met them. And it was amazing. It was so good. And I kept screaming. And before every song, I would go, oh, my God, Puñeta. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That was, That's my that explanation. Was, okay. <laughs> that was fun. Seriously. Seriously. I would, like, look at, like, 
every, it was like at the beginning of, of every song, I would look at Easy's and I would go like, oh my God, puñeta, yo no quiero matar. <laughs> Trust me, I was so intense that day. Whew, and all week, but yeah, mostly on the show. So it wasn't at the level that I have been after that. It was more. So you will probably hate me if you were there with me. Okay. Whew. God hot and everything here. Um. So next concert. You already said your next concert. The Camila concert tomorrow. Yeah, it's Camila and Rake. Two bands. And I'm yes. really excited. I've talked about it here too. Like when they announced it, we talked about it. And I said I was going to buy tickets. And I waited until the last second because I basically bought tickets like this week or last week yeah i, think I still it was haven't gone pick them up and the concert's tomorrow but you can pick them up there right yeah i think i'm gonna go before because i have to run some errands so i'm gonna stop there and get them so to be honest i feel so weird that you're saying like you have to pick up the tickets is that i was going to pick them up during last weekend and something happened And I wanted to have them with me, so I didn't choose the option to get them delivered on my phone. And I don't know if I can change it. And I'm too lazy to go back on my account to see if I can change it. But that's the thing. With nowadays, like a lot of the shows here, they're only mobile entry. So it's been a while since the last time I had to like print out tickets. And that's the other thing. I can print out the tickets at home like i don't I have to have done that too but i didn't choose the option i don't know if i can change it but I, that's the I thing always like, like going to pick up tickets i don't know like here you don't have to like choose anything like you can like just have it whatever way you decide to do it unless like you know like you can pick them up there like on the uh, ticket box but Most of them are mobile entry now because they have the scanners and they don't have to do the scan for you. You just scan it on the little thingy there. Of course, there's security, so you have to like have a ticket. You need to be scanning something, and the doors are not gonna open for you. Like there are some some like a barrier or something that's not gonna open for you if it doesn't scan and goes green. Anyway, that's it. Um, next concert. For me, I don't know. I don't have one right now. Like, I have been toying with the idea of buying tickets for the November show of the Jonas Brothers here. But Nachi is judging me because of that. And I wanted to go see Faisal's, but it's in a weekday. And it's in Atlanta. And I don't live in Atlanta. Same with the Bad Bunny show. But... To be honest, I don't think if I go to another concert this year, it's probably going to be like a small show, something like all the rest. Actually, they're, they have a concert, but it's in Atlanta too. Well, it's on Friday. They have a concert next week. Or the Jonas Brothers, because seriously, I want to see them again already. I'm trying to compensate here for all the years that no one got me tickets to go see them. So don't judge me. Okay, Nachi? Don't. Don't judge me. Too late. <laughs> And the last question so we can start talking about our favorite concerts. 
that um shit i i lost my train of thought anyway the last question who have you seen live or if you don't know or dirt too many or whatever how many concerts have you gone to so we were talking about this before we started and we realized that Jassy has seen almost everyone and I've barely gone to any concerts, even though they're my favorite thing ever. Um, excuse me, I haven't seen everyone. I didn't say everyone, I said almost everyone. Listen to my words. Almost everyone? No, n not that. Excuse either. me, it's my turn to talk. Okay. Thank you. So I'm gonna do this really quickly from the ones I remember. I don't know if I'm missing anyone, but... I've seen the Jonas Brothers. I've seen Camila. Yes, the same Camila I'm going to see yesterday, but who cares? I'm going to see them twice. Um, Demi Lovato, Taylor Swift, Beyond the Sun, Chris Wallace. He was the lead singer of The White Tie Affair. Maybe some of you know who they are. Maybe some of you don't. I, I was a big fan. Um, I've, been, I've seen Sonos, which is, I, I think they're from Argentina. I don't know. They're from South America. Um, I've seen Kataria, Nick Jonas, Ed Sheeran, Lovely the Band, The Aces, Five Souls Nile, and Camila Cabello. And tomorrow I'm going to add Nick to that list. Um, so total concerts, I think around South have about 11. And Jossie's going to like put my numbers to be a total joke. But yeah, that's it for me. I'm not going to do that. But I'm gonna do like a little disclaimer because I know I have gone to concerts, like I went to concerts when I was little, but it wasn't like because I wanted to see the artist. It was like uh, Christian music or something like that. And my mom would buy tickets for all of us. Uh, so, and that was actually, that was kind of like the shows that happened in the West Side of Puerto Rico, so we were screwed. Um, but counting just the first one, that was when I was a kid, and then moving on from like the being 18 years old till now, I did this assessment earlier this week because I have the Jonas Brothers concert. Someone asked me to how many concerts I have gone, and the only thing that I could say was, I don't know, but it's more than 10. Um, and yeah, it's been, uh, 21 and I'm going to mention the artists have in mind. I have seen bands on the same show that I like because they're opening and all, or they're the headliner. So that's why the artists are more than the actual number of shows. At the same time, I have seen some artists twice or like with Nick Jonas three times, but Let's go ahead. I have seen Belinda. I have seen Demi Lovato twice. I have seen Justin Bieber twice. I have seen Nick Jonas three times. I have seen Faisal's twice, One Okay Rock twice, Set It Off, Metallica, Avenged Sevenfold, Old Time Low, The Grex twice, Ed Sheeran, Foul Boy, The Technicolors twice, Harry Styles, Lovely Band, The Aces twice, Niall Horan, All The Rest, Nightwish, Shawn Mendes, and The Jonas Brothers. And that's it. It's not that much. It's only 23 artists. And actually, from these shows, like three of them, I saw, I went to, I went, well, okay, three of these shows, I went with Nachi. And two of these shows, 
We were on the same show, but we weren't together. We saw each other in one, and in the other one, we didn't know each other. Which is so weird. Yeah, that was so weird to, like, try to explain. But, yes, we weren't fans. We weren't fans. We weren't friends. We didn't know each other when Demi went to Puerto Rico the last time, and we were in in that concert. And then for Nick Jonas in Puerto Rico, we were friends. But we weren't seated together. That's why I said we knew each other, but we weren't to the show. Like, we didn't go to the show together. Whatever. That's it for me. Can we now talk about our favorite concerts? Yes, we should. And that's probably, like, all of them. (laughs) But do you want to go first? Or are you going to let me? Go first. Go first. I don't know what to say. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious which ones my favorites are. I mean, every concert experience is different. And the people you go are a big part of it. Like, I have great memories of every one of my concerts. And I could be here for hours telling you. And everyone who's listening about them. But nobody wants to hear all that. And some of them are very personal. But... I have to say that the Demi Lovato concert's really special to me because it was the first time I bought tickets for myself with my own hard-earned money, and I took my sister with me. Same with Taylor Swift, which I traveled to, and I mean, it was the first time I was being Taylor, I think. Back then, I was like seven years a fan, and it was for the Red Tour, which is my favorite album, and it was amazing and I was able to go with one of my bestest friends and my sister and even though we were last row which I've talked about it before it was the best night of my life it was super amazing we also saw it cheering at that show first time we saw him he only had barely he released his first album it was super super cool And it was just the weekend, so it was basically just there for the concert and gone. Um, When I saw Beyond the Sun, Sonos, Chris Wallace, and all that, it was the first time I had gone to, like, a festival organized by a, like, radio station. It was the Hot Evolution by Hot 102, which is one of my favorite radio stations here in Puerto Rico. And it was so cool, and I was like front row and we had got a meet and greet and I was with some really cool girlies and we had a blast we went to eat afterwards we met new people super cool and when I saw lovely band and the aces it was my first festival like actually like outdoor festival people dressed up in festival fashion kind of thing almost passed out because water bottles are eight dollars sort of thing and we had a we blast did. i almost died and, but we did yeah i was gonna say that you, you almost died but we, just, we had a blast and wish we could have stayed longer but we were starving and we didn't want to pay like ten dollars for pizza like a slice of pizza but um and i was exhausted i had just gotten off the plane and lastly, for favorite concerts, it had to do that first week, which we've 
like that same week, which we talked about a million times. We went to Music Midtown, and then we went to see Five Souls, and we went to Soundcheck, which was my very first time at a Soundcheck, and my very first time seeing Five Souls, and I was, like, dying, and I was in shock for, like, the entire week, and then I got home, and I cried. And I also saw Niall Horan, which was my favorite member of One Direction. So I was, like, having a really big overdose of favorite artists. Yeah, that week was amazing. Yeah, it was last week. But I have so many memories, and I could tell you, like, anecdotes of each one. Like, it's really hard to pick one because I'll be like, oh, no, for sure, Taylor Swift was my favorite. But then I'll be like, no, like, the Five Souls one. And I'll be like, no, but Ed Sheeran, but no. So basically, all the concerts I go to, it's really rare for me to see artists, especially because either I have to travel or I need to save money in order to go and barely any good artists come to Puerto Rico. So it's like a rare occurrence. That's why my number is so low. But I choose artists that I know that I need to go watch live. And I have a giant list of artists I need to see live before I, get, I like die or they stop performing. So, yeah, every concert I go to, it's my favorite. And they all have their anecdotes and the people I go with, which is mostly my sister. But, yeah, that's it for me. I'll leave you with Jassy, which she will now do her lovely monologue of a million jillion bands well, she's seen. I don't want it to be a monologue like you can come in and whatever. And actually I want to hear some anecdotes after I go through my favorite concerts. And like you said, every concert it's a different experience and we all love it and like I have a real like difficult time picking favorites when it comes to concerts, but I can't compare, you know, I have seen some artists more than once, so I can't compare those shows and be like, oh, I like this show better than this one because of this or that. So that's kind of what's going to happen. So I have to say the first time that I saw Demi, that's definitely my favorite. And it was because of the whole experience. Like my mom got me tickets. Plus it was my birthday. My mom got me tickets to go with my brother. And when we got to the venue, they closed the section that I was supposed to be in. And they were like, yeah, we're relocating the fans to another area. And they gave us tickets. And then I was in the third row when I was supposed to be like in like four section away from the, you know, from the sides, like the fourth section from the stage to like the rest of the arena so it was pretty close when I was supposed to be far away that was amazing plus like the era it was the skyscraper like the skyscraper was the single but uh the unbroken era and the albums before that she only had two albums out before that one and they were like so freaking good and I love every song of all of them and I mean, I love her, trust me, but I don't know. After that, when I saw her here, she kind of had to do like a blend because she has so many songs now that she did a medley for like 
to Ford albums. I wasn't able to real hear, you know, live um, some of my favorite songs. But the one here, of course, it was a bigger production because there are things that it's expensive to get a show exactly like that back home. So that one for like the pictures and the production, it was amazing. But for some reason, I kind of like from those two shows, my favorite, even though on that same show here, Nick was part of it. He was co-headlining that tour. But I don't know if I have to pick one and say like, oh, which one of these two Demi Lovato concerts is my favorite. It's definitely the one back home. It was my first concert, my first Demi concert, and it felt like my first concert too. Um, And let's see. I have to say, I loved the Nick Jonas show back home. And I ended up, it was so good that I ended up tying my hair after the third song. But let me tell you something. On the Jonas Brothers show, after the first song, I tied my hair. It was that intense. And it was amazing. And I was seeing the three of them together. Plus, I met them. That right there makes it the best experience ever. The best concert. My favorite one. <laughs> um, um, But I don't know. I, I have always said, like, the Metallica show that I won, that, of course, on that show was... uh. It was amazing because I was seeing two of my favorite bands. It was uh, Metallica and Avenged Sevenfold. It was so amazing. Of course, Metallica has been doing this for so many years, for like 30 plus years. So it was a huge production in a stadium. That was amazing. So that's definitely one of my favorite concerts. Plus the set list was fire. So good. Um... And, I mean, I love all the concerts, but the Faisos one with you, I have to say, even though, like, I have, you know, my situation with Callum in the first one on Soundcheck, and that right there is, oh my god, I can die. Um, But... I don't know, like, if I have to pick one, my favorite is the second one because I was able to experience that with you. And that column really close. Yeah, and I was pretty bummed out on the first show that you weren't there with me, so. Yeah, but, I mean, I like this album better, so it all worked out. (laughs) This Sounds Good, Feels Good album is my favorite. I mean... You know I love the three albums, but if I have to pick a Faisal's era, like, sound-wise, it's the second one. And we have talked about that here. And if I have to pick between the One Direction members that I have seen, that it's only two, uh, Niall and Harry, I have to say the Harry Styles concert. And I was so excited at the Niall concert. And Nachi knows this because we were together. Girl, I was dying. But the Harry Styles concert was an experience like out of this world. And that was another show that after like the first two, three songs, I had to tie my hair because it was that intense. It was so good. The set list was amazing. The energy in the arena was amazing. 
he walked down the like the the aisle in the middle of the arena to go to the B stage and I was so close of like the barricade on that aisle and I saw him and I record him and I was dying. He was singing on the B stage so I was far from that. But he sang uh if I could fly and I loved that song and like him singing the song entirely Oh my god, it was so good. So good. And ooh, another show that it's definitely my favorite. It's the headlining show that I went to with my brother for the Technicolors. That day, even though the concert was like, you could say the venue was a little bit empty. I mean, there's a, they are a small band. And a lot of people didn't go to the show. I think they played a, a show for like 30 people, 40 people max. and Or less than that. But the show was so good. Like, their set list was so good. The, well, the two opening acts were good. Even though, like, the first band, I didn't really like the girl that was singing and the second one was all the rest that you know I like them so much now and I was with my brother because the whole point to go to the show was to bring him here to go to the show with me and then we met them and we talked to them and it was such a great experience so if I'm gonna pick favorites that's about it the Sean the Sean Mendes concert was good though like two weeks ago you know I had so much fun and I was sick but I made it work and it was so good and I was dying because I was close to B stage and he came out to go to the B stage like on their the balcony that I was in it, it was so good but uh I'm trying to I mean this is hard people I'm trying to talk about just a couple of them and be like those are my favorites but in reality all of them are my favorite Nachi already talked about uh music midtown I almost died but it was so good and I couldn't believe that we saw lovely then so you know that's a favorite too. I mean, they're all favorites. They're different experiences. And I have never gone to a concert that I'm like, oh, I don't like this. Oh, this is not good. <laughs> like I went to a concert with my brother that same weekend that we saw the Technicolors. That I got the tickets because it's his favorite band. I have never been like a fan of that band. And I was so blown away with the production and the vocals and everything that I that I had such a good time. It was completely different experience because at that moment, like I was at a concert without being a fan of the artist. So it was a completely different um experience than the other experiences that I had on live shows. Um and I know Nachi's gonna hate me, but I need to talk about the Jonas Brothers concert because if I have to pick one right now, and probably this answer is not gonna change ever, my like ultimate favorite number one concert that I have gone to, it's their concert. And I know a lot goes into me saying that. And it has to do with the fact that I have been a fan of them for 11 years. That I never thought that I was going to be able to see them live. And never in a million years I thought I was going to be able to meet them. 
And the whole experience was so amazing. The set list was so good. The production of the show was freaking amazing. The backstage tour was so good. Being able to see so many things that from years ago and even like never before seeing pictures of them and stuff like that and meeting them like Nachinos. Nachinos. I have talked about it in like what in like four days. I have talked about that moment like three times already. Only three times? Well, like actually talking about everything that went on there on the meet and greet. I don't think I have told you guys fully, but like the first thing that Joe said to me, I have mentioned that every day since the concert because I was dying. I'm sorry, Nachi. Sorry to the listeners, but I have to say it again. Well, for the listeners, it's the first time. When I met them, I have to say I was super nervous. I was so nervous before going in. And then when I went in, they were like, hey, how you doing? And I kind of like shake their hand. And then Joe was in the middle. So for me to be able to talk to the three of them, I kind of like uh, stood up in front of Joe. And the first thing that Joe said to me was, I like your tattoos. And inside, I was like, oh my God, Joe, like, <laughs> Joe likes my tattoos. Like I was dying. And then the guys wanted to see my tattoos. And Joe took my hand and like turned around my arm so they could see them closely. And in my mind, I was like, oh my God, Joe is touching my hand. Joe is touching my arm. I couldn't believe it. Joe is my favorite, people. If you haven't noticed already, Joe is my favorite. And they were super, super nice. And they were paying attention to me, like fully. And Joe was looking at me and I felt like he was looking straight to my soul because he was so like... Just, he was right there. I was the main focus. All his attention was on me. Like, I was so happy, but at the same time, I was so nervous. And in my mind, I was like, don't screw it up. Say what you want to say. And, you know, don't be creepy because, you you know, when you're a fan and you're in a situation like that, sometimes your emotions can work against you and it can something that you think it's pretty no, normal because oh you're a fan and you're excited can turn out creepy so in my mind I was worrying about that so I said what I wanted to say and I'm not gonna go fully on details because emotional and all that um but after that we took the picture and by the way I think I said I said this to you Nachi that I said, well, I met Nick before. If I can't, I, I want to like take the picture between Kevin and Joe because I already have a picture with Nick. I'm pretty sure that I said that to my mom. I don't know if I told you that like before the show. I don't think you did. Okay. So anyway, that was my plan. But when I was waiting, I was like, okay, um, maybe I'm just not gonna say anything because it can sound rude and I don't know. But Joe was like, no, it was Kevin. Let's take the picture. And he kind of like guide me to stand right there 
between him and Joe. So I was like, in my mind, oh, yay, it worked out. And we took the picture. And at the moment they snapped the picture, I was shaking already, but only one of my legs. <laughs> so when they finished with the picture, I turned around and said to Joe, like, can I hug you? And he was like, yeah, of course. And I hugged him, hugged Kevin, and hugged Nick. And they were like, oh, bye, have a great show. And Nick said something else to me. By the way, when I was talking to them, because I spent like three minutes talking to them, um, Joe asked me, where are you from? And of course, like always, I said, Puerto Rico, even though I live here, I always say that I'm from Puerto Rico. And I look at Nick and I go, oh yeah, I saw you there. And actually I met you. <laughs> and Nick was like, oh, really? And in my mind, I was like, yeah, it was four years ago. You have met a lot of people. So of course you don't remember me. <laughs> But after that, when you like walked out of that area where they were taking the pictures, there was right away, there was a table full with like the backpack and the posters and all the goodies that they were giving out to the VIP um, people. And they gave me the backpack. As soon as I walked past the table, the first thing that came out of me was, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> because I couldn't believe it. And I keep saying this because it was so funny. I went to... They never let you, really. They never let you, like, go in to meet them with anything on, like, purse or a cell phone or anything. And they had this table where one of the employees were... Uh, he was, like, he, he would give you a number and attach that same number to your belongings and kind of save it there. After the meet and greet, you would go pick that up and return the number they gave you and leave. And I went to do that. I I gave the number. I couldn't even talk to the lady. And she was like, oh, was it good? And I couldn't really, I couldn't even talk. I was stuttering so much. And when the guy that was with her gave me my purse, the security guard says like, hey, come on to the elevator so you can go Uh, so you can leave here and go to your seat. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't feel like I could walk. And he's like, telling me again, I'm like, can you give me a second? And he looked at me like, bitch, what the hell did you just told me? And I'm like, seriously, I feel like if I try to walk, I'm going to fall because I'm shaking so bad. It was, they started laughing, <laughs> but seriously, I was shaking so bad that even the the bag that they gave me was trembling. It was it was insane. And then I spent the entire time waiting for the show to start like, what the hell? Did that really happen? And I kept looking at the sign poster like, yeah, it happened because they gave me this. And then before going to bed that same night, the picture was already up. And at that moment, I started crying like, oh, my God, I met them. Yeah, it was. And I cried during Love Book. I try not to cry for so long that day. And then during Love Book, I started crying. Um, but that's it. That was like 10 minutes intense talking about the Jonas Brothers. 
I think Nachi fell asleep and everything. I wanted to make you think that I really fell asleep. Yeah, for a minute. I was about to freak out there. Like, oh, she left or something. And she's not listening to me. Also, that was way longer than 10 minutes. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. It was amazing. You know, I was so happy. And I couldn't believe that I was going to see them. And that they're my babes. And and it was three days before Joe's 30th birthday that it has been so bad for me. I've been so emotional this week. That's it. Um, yeah, and you're probably going to hear about this. You, Nachi, and not the listeners. For a long time. Yeah. But can you tell me one of your anecdotes? Because you said like, oh, I have anecdotes and, and all that. But you didn't go into details. You didn't say anything. Share that with me and the listeners. Because I told you that they but, were personal. But, but there's like, that. mine with the Jonas Brothers was, was personal. And I didn't say the personal part. But it's that they don't, they don't just involve oh, okay. me and a famous person. They involve okay. me and other people. Well, then don't. So, like, I, like, and I think a lot of the ones that I could share, I've already shared, like, the when we were in the soundcheck for FISOs, and they came out, and I just grabbed your arm and told you it's not fair that they're photogenic and beautiful in person. Oh, true. And that same thing was what I thought with Shawn Mendes and, of course, with the Jonas Brothers. But I actually posted exactly that on Facebook about Shawn Mendes. Like, what the hell? And of course, we already talked about me almost dying at Music Midtown. Yeah. I think that's it. I mean, I, I can talk about m my concert experiences for, I don't know, the rest of my life, but no one wants to hear me. Everyone's experience with concerts, it's so personal. Like, we could be at the same concert and what I felt and what made me go insane or made it be my favorite concert it's probably not the same things that made you go crazy or made it your favorite concert so like i just encourage our listeners that if you love music go watch your favorite artist alive like support them and yes. it's worth it it's a whole different experience and the music is still amazing but it just takes it to another level it's I always fall in love with artists a lot more when I see them live. You experience music differently because it's also the energy of the people there. Like, either you'll be at a concert like me at the Now Horn concert and forget there's probably a few other thousand people there and you'll dance like you're in your bedroom or you'll look around and you'll be like, oh my freaking God, all these people love the same music I do and we're all screaming the words And they all mean something different to all of us. And it will blow your mind, but also make your heart pull and grow two sizes that day. Like, it's just so different and personal and amazing. It's just, I encourage everyone to at least experience that once in your life. Yeah, like, really. I know, well, according to Nachi, I don't feel like I have gone to a lot of concerts. But according to Nachi, I have. You have. Um, and I have to say, every concert it's a different experience every concert and every artist it, it's so different because usually I say like yeah my favorite concerts are the ones that I always end up crying because it has happened and it has turned out that yeah they have been my favorite concerts but that's not the reason 
like that's not the only reason because I didn't cry at the Metallica concert and that's one of my favorite concerts and same with the Technicolors but I have to say that I <laughs> did cry on the two concerts I went to see Demi I cried on the two concerts that I saw Justin I cried at the two Vices shows and I cried at the Jonas Brothers show. What what can I say? I'm a crier. And at the same, like, you forget that you have people around. And it feels like it's you and the music. And that's it. And you feel so many emotions at the same time. It's so overwhelming. And that's why, I feel that's why fans end up crying at concerts. Not only because of like what the song means, but all the emotions of like being there, seeing your favorite artist, the energy at the venue. Like it's, I feel like it's because of that. So if you can go to a show, go see your favorite artist and don't be afraid of crying because no one is looking. We are all busy looking at the stage. And that's... I think we're done with that. Yeah, that's it. High five, Cassie. Did you hear my high five? Well, I clapped, but... That was so yeah. lame. We should move on. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about recommendations. Yes, please. It's been so long since I have recommended something. Me too. I got a few. Sorry about that. I'm tired. I'm on a lady. It's <laughs> 10 p.m., okay? Okay, so... Some of my recommendations, and obviously there's some Taylor Swift ones because she's throwing all those good vocals, lyrics at me, and it's just one week until Lover comes out. As we're recording this, when this goes up, it's going to be less days, so yay! Oh, true, there's wow. an album coming out next week. <laughs> yeah, next Friday. I'm excited. But okay, two songs that just she's released, and so far they're my favorite out of the four that have come out, and if the entire album is in line with these, I am going to die, and this is going to go into my top three albums by Taylor Swift. We have The Archer. I love her. Nothing to say. Just go listen to them. They're amazing. And the lyric videos are so cute. And I love the lyrics. And next one is the song called Nobody Wins by Who Hurt You. I cried a lot while listening to it. I just watched the music video and it's also amazing. So go listen to that one. And last one, I finally got around listening to the Driver Era album, which I hadn't completely paid attention to. I had heard some songs here and there. And they have this song called Welcome to the End of Your Life. I think it's the first one on the album. And it's really, really good. And it kind of like put me in a mood. Yeah, it's today. really good. So yeah, that's it for me today. So what are you recommending, Jassy? Well, we talked about Easier by Faisal's. And I kind of mentioned the live version. And I have to recommend it because it's so good i'm mad that that's not the studio version like that's not the original version because that intro is freaking fire and it's fuego like ashton would say fire, that's fire. a bunny anyway <laughs> but i was gonna say <laughs> i got a <off> mute <laughs> to say something important <laughs> um 
I like the reasoning behind why they have different versions and their live versions are different from their studio versions. So I kind of support that we get like two sides of this band because they're so versatile and shits. And I also support the fact that this is our recommendation. I was actually going to recommend it, but Jesse stole it. So yeah, I want yeah. to put the And by the straight. way, by the way, one of my favorite parts of like... The reason why this song, I have to recommend it, and it's so amazing, is because, damn, that bass line is so good. Like, oh, my God, Callum is so blessed, and he blessed us with, oh, my God, with so much good music, and those bass, oh, my God, that bass line is so good, and the drums. Like, that's what makes the intro so freaking epic. So go ahead, listen to it. It's amazing. And of course, I have to recommend songs by the Jonas Brothers. Um, and it's nothing new because the last album came out two months ago. Yeah, it's been two months already. But I have to say these were some of my favorite songs, like the live performances on the concert. They sang Got Me Going Crazy. And that's one of my recommendations from the a little bit longer album. And this song in the show was on a medley that they did. But that song is so good. And, you know, being able to listen to it freaking live. Like I said to Nachi, I think it was yesterday. Can they do the freaking medley? Like, just like recorded exactly like that from the show take that audio and sell it because i would buy it so good and another one it's only human it's from the happiness begins album and they do a little dance and it's so like it's a fun song and it's so fun on on the show and they do a little dance and they they're kind of like going down and at one point i was like You guys are gonna are gonna end up stopping doing that dance at the middle of the just I give them a couple more shows of them doing that dance because I mean Joe is 30, um Kevin is like 31, almost 32. Like those knees, um, you know, those that knees that Kevin has. Uh, it, it, you can see him that he's kind of like struggling when he's going down. So, but that's one of the reasons, like, it's so fun. It's such a fun song and it's definitely even more fun there on the show. So go ahead, go listen to Only Human. And now we're going from like fun, let's dance, let's rock to let's cry in the corner. I think I already recommend this in the past. But being able to listen to this song live gave me life. And I cry too. Like, like I tear up during the show. But I always cry listen to this song. And I had like this big lump of my throat. And I was like, you're not going to cry. You're not going to cry. And I record the whole thing because I wanted that. Like, I know like the memories and all. But I wanted that on video that, you know, so I can go back and rewatch and And have all the feels again. And this song is Hesitate. The one that Joe wrote for Sophie Turner. His wife. 
this is still hard to say that, but go listen to that. And another one that I have to say, I have been in love with this song since I heard it at the Shawn Mendes concert. It's Out of Love by Alicia Carta. And I have been listening to it more in the past couple of days because I kind of want to do a cover of that song, but I don't know the lyrics fully, but it's so good. So go listen to that too. And that's it. That's it. We're done. Finally. I'm going to stop talking about the Jonas Brothers now. You're going to be happy. No, you're not. No, you know, on this episode, you, you're going to have to deal with me tomorrow. Like, I'm not going to talk about them more today, but probably in the next couple of days, I will continue. Although I cannot promise that I'm not going to talk about them unless I go to bed now or they don't post anything on social media. But I'll try. I'll try. I'll talk to someone else so I don't bother you with my Jonas talk. Okay? That good for you? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's just finish this thing. Make sure to find our recommendations on Spotify. We'll also add some new releases in there as they come out. Um, what else do we do? So you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook as Obsessed Millennials. And you can find us on Twitter as Obsessed Gen Y. Yes, yes, yes. Wait a minute. We recorded an episode that didn't came out last week. So people don't know. Whoever is we're on Twitter now. Is, yes, we're on Twitter now. Go follow us and, and talk to us. It's called Obsessed Gen Y. Yeah, because Obsessed Millennials was too long. Stupid Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah, follow us. I have been more active there because it's easier to retweet stuff. And anyway, I'm always on Twitter. And additional to that, we are on new platforms. We are on Stitcher, Tuning Radio, and Gold Podcasts. And of course, like always, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. And if you think that's too much to remember... It's okay. We got you. Just go to our social medias and go to the link on our bio. If you go into that link, you're going to find all our platforms there so you can access from there and you can find all our social medias too. So I'll listen to us on your favorite one, whichever it may be. Yeah, and you know, talk to us on social media. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know who have you seen in concert and who do you want to see in concert? So just go and talk to us. I'm always open to talk to people. So that's it. Thank you guys for listening. I don't think we're missing anything. Or should I do it? Matching? Should I do it? What? Should I do the shameless plug right now? They want to. I don't know. Okay. You know, just to keep talking about the Jonas Brothers. No, um, what I'm talking about is I posted a cover. On YouTube, it's one of the Jonas Brothers songs, the one that I was saying that makes me cry, Cole Hesitant. You can go check it out. Let me know if you like it. You can find me as Jassy Lugo, probably. Jassy Lugo. Anyway, you can find me just right, Hesitant, Jonas Brothers cover, Jassy. That's the title. And yeah, I feel so dirty by doing that shameless plug. Like, I should be ashamed of myself. Oh, but that's it. Yeah, just go ahead and listen to us on your favorite platform and follow us. And thank you guys for listening to us. Bye.